We all know the drill, right? I'll start workouts again when things calm down at work. I'll wait till the kids are a bit older before I get focused on my fitness again. It'll be easier to eat better when I've come out of this crazy, busy period. Yep, often in life, fitness and more generally looking after ourselves is seen as a nice to have, something we can only allow ourselves to do when everything else has fallen into place. And we feel like we're in a space where we can actually get focused and make it work. Except what if all this waiting around for the right time is simply setting us up for failure, setting us up for that roller coaster ride that we just cannot seem to get off? Well, that's what I want to get into today. Are we setting ourselves up for failure? And if so, how do we escape from that cycle? Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 136 of the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. And actually, it seems crazy that I've created that many episodes and yet still somehow seem to have things to say to you. So if you are brand new, then a huge welcome and do not forget to hit the follow or subscribe button to make sure you do not miss a single thing. And if you're a seasoned listener, then I am always and every day grateful for you. And I would love to grow my podcast even more this year as well. So if you already love the podcast, please do share it with friends, family, colleagues, literally whoever you have in your life who you think might enjoy this. Right, let's get into this week's episode. And this is something that I got thinking about recently because of this quote that I saw on Instagram from James Clear. Um, He has written one of my all-time favourite books called Atomic Habits. And I highly, highly recommend that book, by the way. And this is what the quote said. When choosing a new habit, many people seem to ask themselves, what can I do on my best days? The trick is to ask, what can I stick to on my worst days? And I love this. It has got so much truth in it for me. And it really got me thinking about the way that we often put things to one side, right? We might say that, you know, doing something is important to us, like, you know, the old classics, a regular fitness routine or eating a more healthy diet, but it might feel a bit hard to get into it might feel like we need a bit of time and space to focus on it. And so we end up waiting around for a better time. We end up telling ourselves, I'll do it when I've got more time. I'll do it when I've got more space. I'll do it when I can give it my full focus. And for me, this way of thinking can very easily become a bit problematic because we put ourselves into a situation where we will only actually consider taking action on something, we'll only consider doing things for ourselves when it feels like it might be the right moment for us. And a couple of things end up happening here when we get into this sort of way of thinking. And I think, let's face it, a lot of people do, like an awful lot of people say to me, oh, I'll start in a month. I've just got a really busy period at work, I'll start in a month. Or, you know, oh, the kids are a bit young at the moment, but for sure when they're a bit older and, and I've got a bit more time, then I'll get into it. So it's definitely something that we say an awful lot. But like I say, there are a couple of different things that are going to happen here if we do that. First of all, 
it just gives us an excuse to procrastinate. It gives us a reason to keep putting off doing something that we perceive is going to take a bit of effort or something that we are not sure how to get started with. And then when we get into that, the procrastination itself becomes a bit of a habit. And guess what? When that becomes a habit, you will literally always find a reason to not get started. You'll make yourself feel better by saying, ah, it's not the right time. I'll do it when the time is right. I'll do it when I've got space. I'll do it when I can fully focus. And so we just keep procrastinating over and over and over and over again. And we feel like we've got something to hang that on, right? You know, we've got a valid reason for why we are not starting the thing. And deep down, it is, actually, that seems a bit hard. Actually, I don't know quite where to start. And so we, we're like, oh, no, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait until the time is right. The second thing that happens is maybe we do seem to find the right time and we do get started. But of course, a new situation inevitably arises. Another period begins. We go on holiday. The kids are off school. You have a couple of busy weekends. You know, you name it. And before you know it, you're on and off the wagon all the time. Or eventually you just give up actually because the time never seems right or never seems to last for very long. So you just end up giving up altogether. So those are the two main things that I see happening when we're telling ourselves that there is this magical right time that exists um, and that that's what we're going to use. Then yeah, either we procrastinate and we don't get, we never actually get started or we do get started, but we're on and off the roller coaster because we feel like, oh, I can only actually do this thing when the time feels good, when the time feels right. And when the time doesn't feel right, which is like every other thing that happens in our lives half the time, that means I can't do it. And, you know, I have seen countless examples of these things over the years. And I know that at least one, or if not both of those things might feel like a really, really familiar situation to you. And this is really what happens when we keep telling ourselves that there is this magical thing called a right time or a better time or a perfect time to get started with doing something for ourselves. But here's what I want you to remember. The time is never going to be 100% right. And even if it feels like we reach a time that is 100% right, it's probably not going to last that long. So if you're feeling like, yep, yeah, <laughs> it sounds familiar, this has got a ring of truth about it, then there's a few things that you can do to start to flip that thinking and start to create a different narrative around this for yourself where you're not always waiting for the right time. You're not, you know, your life doesn't become dependent on having the time, having the space, being able to give it all your focus. And of course, the first, the most obvious one is stop waiting for the perfect time to get started. <laughs> I probably don't need to tell you that at that point. You know, you don't have to have all your ducks in a row. You do not have to be able to give it 100% focus. You do not have to do all the things at once to start making that positive change to your fitness, your wellness, your health, or in fact, any other part of your life. You just don't. And when we're waiting for that, we are doing ourselves a disservice. We are going down the road of the roller coaster or the procrastination. One of those two things is going to end up happening and that's going to feel frustrating because we're going to be forever waiting for the right time or the right time is never going to last. So we're really doing ourselves a disservice when we tell ourselves that that is what we need all the time. So stop waiting for the perfect time to get started. It doesn't exist, or it only exists for a short amount of time. I think the second thing is that if you can start to create the new habit, and you can be consistent with it when you're busy, when the time doesn't feel right, 
then not only are you starting to build more resilience and a stronger habit-building ethic, but you're also creating a situation where even when you are super busy, you always have a couple of healthy habits to fall back on, which you know that you can keep up no matter what happens. And what that also does is it leads to a situation where you are constantly reinforcing to yourself that looking after yourself, your health, your well-being, your fitness are important to you. If you're forever giving up when the time isn't right or you're not getting started, what you're doing is you're reinforcing, actually, this isn't that important. This isn't something that I need. But we, you know, if you're here, we know that's not true. If you're here, I know for sure that your fitness, your well-being is flipping well important to you. And so you want to create a situation where you are able to keep some of those healthy habits going, whatever the situation. You find a couple of simple habits that are literally non-negotiables for you. So that's the second thing. I think the third thing is a practical thing that you can do. So make a list of a few really small things that you could start doing right now. What would be the simplest, the easiest thing that you could do straight away today that's going to start helping you to build a healthy new habit? You could do a three-minute stretch before you sit at your desk in the morning. You could go for a 10-minute walk mid-morning. You could start your day with a big glass of water rather than going straight for the coffee. You could do 10 press-ups as soon as you finish or you get home from work every evening. And I know you're going to be like, yeah, but I'm not going to get a result like that. That's not going to get me where I want to go. No. But you're starting to build a habit. You are starting to like I say, reinforce the message that this is important to me. Healthy habits are important to me. I am going to find a way to make the time to to do this thing that matters to me. And so you start to create the habit of healthy habits. And then sort of connected to that is the next point, which is focus on the habit to begin with, not the outcome. To begin with, the outcome is not important. I'm going to repeat that. To begin with, the outcome is not important. It's the building of the habit that is the important thing. It's creating the success. It's showing yourself that you can make a change, however small. And it's learning to become consistent with that, come what may, that is important. This is what is ultimately going to drive your success. Because once you start to master one habit, you can start to stack other habits on top of it. But it also means that you've always got that to fall back on. So if you start doing that thing when the time might not seem perfect... When it might seem like you've got a lot going on, but you can start saying, well, look, I've, I've done 10 press-ups every day after work for two weeks now. Gosh, that's awesome. And actually, that's starting to feel easy. What else can I do? But then even when you get busy, you can fall back on it and you can go, well, look, I'll just go back to doing my 10 press-ups a day. I'll keep the habit going, whatever, because I know that it only takes me 30 seconds to do. I can definitely do that. So I think this is a big one for us to get our heads around because I think that we can become extremely focused on the outcome. We can become extremely focused on the idea that in order to get the result that we want, we've got to do all the things. That's when we start to put pressure on. That's when we start to feel like we need lots and lots and lots of time. But instead, we want to be able to focus on forming habits, okay? Because once we can show ourselves that we can create success with that one thing, then we just build the foundations for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So that actually, when you do have a bit more time, you can start to add to that and you can start to move on and you can start to maybe work towards the outcome a little bit more. But without that basis, you are going to constantly fall back on 
all or nothing all the time. We definitely don't want to get into that. And then I think the final thing about this is that we need to accept the swings and roundabouts. When things are really busy, if you've done these things, then you'll have created healthy, non-negotiable habits that you are always, always, always going to fall back on, What come what may. And then when you do have a bit more space, you can add more into the mix. You can get more focused on the outcome and you can allow yourself to move in and out and in and out and in and out of these phases. So instead of it being like this, um, you know, if you see that a graph that's got a big spike in it, so it's got a big spike, it spikes all the way up and you're doing all the things and it drops all the way down to nothing and you're not doing anything and it spikes back up again, right? We don't want that. We want to create more gentle waves. We want to create the waves of, you know, sometimes you're doing more, sometimes you're doing less. You're working it around your life. You know, this is not me sitting here and saying, you must do five workouts a week, come what may, even when you're really busy. No, that's not what this is about. This is about long-term consistency. This is about long-term habits. This is about knowing that you've always got a couple of small things that you will always fall back on when you need to. And that when you do have the time, when you do have the space, you can get on it a little bit more. You can get more focused on the outcome. You can push yourself a little bit more. And I think when we allow ourselves to move in and out of these phases, that, you know, the magic does start to happen. I promise you, like I, I've got various habits that I like to include in my life, things like meditation, obviously exercise, things like yoga and stuff like that. It doesn't always all, all get done. But if there's one thing that I will always do, it is exercise. I will always do at least three workouts a week. Come what may apart from when I'm on holiday and I give myself a little rest. But the rule of thumb is when I'm at home, when I'm kind of in normal life rhythms, I will always do three workouts a week. Sometimes I'll do a little bit more. Sometimes I'll add some meditation. Sometimes I'll add a yoga session. Sometimes I'll add when it feels good for me to do that, when I feel like I've got the time to do that. But when I don't or when I'm feeling stressed or when I'm feeling tired, then yeah, okay. I'll just do the three workouts. That's fine. That is So that has become my baseline. That's become the baseline for me. Now, your baseline might be different, but try and create that baseline where you have got a healthy habit or two that you, you know you will do whatever happens. You know is going to support you whatever happens. And for me, I focus on fitness because at the end of the day, I know that if I'm doing that, then it's helping everything else. It helps me to focus better. It helps me to feel better in myself. It helps me to feel healthier and stronger. And those I know are the things that support me every single day. So what can you do there? What can you start to change there? What little habits can you start to build in? How can you focus more on the habit rather than the outcome to start with? So that you are not constantly waiting for the right time and you are starting to create that that those gentle waves that I talked about, that rhythm in your life which means that you can kind of turn the dial down and you can turn the dial up as needs be, but you're not stopping altogether and you're not constantly telling yourself, I'll do, I'll do it when, I'll do it when things are better. And, you know, the thing that I really want you to remember for, with this is that when it comes to your fitness and wellness, they, they're for life. They shouldn't be an optional extra when you happen to feel like it or when you happen to have the motivation or when the time just happens to feel good to do something. And yet that's often the way we treat it, isn't it? It's, it's a nice to have. But for me, it's honestly the foundation of everything. When you do that, everything else feels better. So how can you start to build those habits that mean you are doing a little bit of that, even if it is just a little bit of that to start with, so that you're starting to build that habit? 
you know, how can you start to create that consistency in your life? Obviously, with the knowledge that how this looks might differ throughout the year, of course. You know, knowing that you can tailor it depending on whatever else you might have going on in your life at the time. But, you know, try and see it as something that is always there. Try and see those healthy habits as something that you always have in your life. Because once you start to build that in, once you start to build that belief that looking after you is important, come what may, there are so many massive benefits to be had, you know, from your general health, of course, to your energy levels, to your stress levels. You know, the women that I work with always say that, oh my God, it always improves my stress levels when I go do a workout. It always helps me to balance my life better. It always helps me to feel more in control. So balancing your stress levels and the way that you age as well. And also there's something about sticking to a habit for the long term that just makes you feel bloody good about yourself, that proves to you that you have the ability to do that thing, whatever else might be going on in your life. So are you waiting for the right time at the moment? Are you telling yourself that you will do something only when things calm down? Are you procrastinating a little bit or spending a bit too much time on that roller coaster? If so, I hope that this has given you a bit of food for thought, um, that you'll go away, you'll have a think about those little things. Make a list of a few, like you might want to write down, I don't know, five or six to start with, five or six ideas, and then choose the one or two that feel good right now, the, the ones that feel easiest, that feel the simplest to get started with. Get started on building that habit. See where it can take you. Right, before I go, just a little reminder that if you have loved this episode, then you could take things one step further by becoming a premium podcast member. So for less than £5 a month, you're going to get early access to all episodes. You will get a monthly meditation or visualisation that you can use throughout the month. Um, you're also going to get a weekly Motivation Monday episode, which is going to get your week off to an amazing, amazing start. And coming soon, I'm going to start sharing some brilliant mini challenges with my members as well. All of this is going to be totally exclusive content for my podcast members. So if you would like to be one, then just head to the link in the show notes to find out more and get yourself signed up. Right, it's time for me to love you and leave you and say I will see you back here again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chick Fit, and I'll see you again next time.